What's up guys, it's Cavalier, AthleteNX.com. So today I have a challenge, and the challenge is actually thrown at me, and I'm gonna actually answer that challenge for you. You see, somebody said, Jeff, put up your 10 fingers. Now, each of these 10 fingers has to represent one thing, your 10 best home exercises. You only get 10, because you only got 10 fingers. What would they be? And I know that we're going through a time right now where we need these options, so what I wanna do is I wanna pare them down. I'm gonna cover your entire body in just 10 selections. All right, so be ready here, guys. We're gonna hit every muscle in your body. Let's start with the first choice right here. All right, so exercise number one, I actually care so much about this that I climbed all the way up here to cozy up with it to announce it. It's the pull-up, guys. You know how much I love this exercise, and when it comes to training your back, there's no better exercise than this. You can see here that it is obviously one of the most demanding bodyweight exercises, and it is a home exercise, because all you need to do if you don't have a big elaborate setup like this is go invest in a simple pull-up bar for about 15 bucks. The fact is you can't escape the benefits that this exercise provides. It is absolutely the number one for your back. Now hold on a second, I know. Some of you out there are saying, but Jeff, what if I can't do pull-ups? I'm not gonna be able to take advantage of this video. No, not true. I'm gonna give you guys a step-down variation so that you have an option, no matter what level you're at right now, for every one of the 10 best I'm gonna show you here. And when it comes to the pull-up, if you can't do them, guys, you can do this. This is your inverted row. And the inverted row, while working your back in a different plane, more horizontal instead of vertical, is still gonna provide a great exercise option for you when you're stuck training at home and maybe you don't have that pull-up bar or you just can't do them right now. All right, so exercise number two now is actually another back exercise. Because you see, I don't think we ever train our back enough. And this one here is something you can do anywhere. Literally anywhere you could hook your hands under something. It could be on a closed door, it could be under a coffee table, or it could even be grabbing the leg of your bed. This is called a human pullover. And what we're doing here is we're not necessarily trying to work our abs, although they will obviously be working to stabilize your body. What you're doing is you're pulling your body up by pulling your hands into this fixed base here, basically doing a lat pullover, but except instead of moving the dumbbell, you're moving your body. This exercise is challenging. You could obviously shorten your legs, which will unweight some of the load that you're lifting, but the better thing is to just continue to try to get stronger at this. And if you can't do this at all right now, you do have a home option, and that is the sliding pull down. I've showed this to you before. It's one of my favorite exercises you can do at home. You're literally, once again, allowing your arms to drive you into a straight arm pushdown by allowing your body to slide in and out on the floor, providing the resistance. Either way, guys, this pairs up perfectly with the pull-ups for that great one-two punch that you need in the first two spots on my selection of the 10 best. Exercise number three now is gonna be for your chest, and it's a push-up. Now look, you know I have some issues with the push-up, but you have to do it right. In other words, that means getting fully extended and also doing something else here. And that is trying to get some relative adduction involved because we know that to fully contract the chest, you want to try to somehow bring your arm across your body. And we know the challenge that the push-up provides because your hands are in a fixed spot. You really can't get that unless you do this. And this is the rotational or twisting push-up. And you can see that every time I come up, I literally twist my body into my arm, which creates that relative adduction, which gets a better contraction of the chest, which ultimately makes this a better version of any push-up that you're gonna do. Now the beauty about this is it has its own step down or step up variations. If I wanna make this more difficult, I can simply put my feet up onto something, like a couch, and do a decline version, or I go the opposite way and I put my hands up on something higher than me, which is an incline push-up, and it makes it easier. But you can see that no matter which version I choose, I'm still able to add that rotation and therefore make the exercise more effective. 
Exercise choice number four. This time we're moving up the arm a little bit here to the biceps. And if I have one thing to do for the biceps, I'm going right back up to the pull-up bar here to do this. And this is a bicep chin curl. So I've talked about this one before. It's all on how you do the exercise. This is not just a chin-up, although that is a good exercise for your biceps as well. This will add that additional load that helps to overload the biceps more effectively. I'm actually allowing myself to kind of lean back and I'm pulling up until that bar crosses my forehead on every single repetition. Essentially trying to curl a bar straight up to my forehead, except I don't have a bar. I've got my body being pulled up to that bar. This is a really effective way to train your biceps, but I get it once again. It's a little bit difficult, and if you don't have that pull-up bar, then what do you do? Well, you do this instead. This is just an inverted chin curl. The same thing applies here, though. I'm not just doing an inverted row. I'm actually shifting my body forward so that when I curl, I'm really just curling mostly from that elbow joint, targeting the biceps more effectively. The fact is, guys, no matter which one you go with, they're both going to hit you hard, and they both deserve a spot on that fourth finger of mine. I just want to make sure you're still paying attention. So exercise number five is one that you could actually do sitting down or actually using the damn chairs that you're sitting on. You see, because this one's going to work your triceps and it's the upright tricep dip. You see, if you take these two chairs and you position them this way, now you've got the perfect station here to do your dips. And I like doing them across two chairs here because it's going to force you to remain upright. And the action of staying more upright actually keeps your elbows tighter to your side so that you get a better contraction on the long head of the triceps. Right? We know that the more we lean forward, the more our arms are out in front, which is good for elbow extension. But if we really want to get that long head of the triceps fully contracted, it's got to get to our side or back behind our body. So let's say you can't do this exercise, though. What do you do? Well, you still can sit down, but you do this instead. It's the seated tricep dip. It requires a perfect setup. You don't want your hands facing forward. You want your hands rotated back to open up your shoulders and put your shoulders in a healthier position to do the exercise. And then from here, you go down no lower than 90 degrees. You come up, and once again, you see that good heart contraction on the triceps. If you're trying to hit your triceps, guys, either one of these is going to do the job. It remains here on that fifth finger for a reason. All right, so as we move on to our second hand here, we actually use this thing right here hanging on my thumb, and that is a band. You see, it's an affordable piece of equipment that's going to open up a whole bunch of possibilities when it comes to great home exercise options. And when we're training the legs, guys, added resistance is crucial when you're training in the home environment. So my choice here, though I'd have to pick between, let's say, a pistol squat, I'm going to lean a little bit more towards this one instead. And this is a banded Bulgarian split squat. You guys know how much I like the exercise. But beyond that, we can actually create some pretty good resistance by simply doubling up the band. What normally provides about 40 or 50 pounds of resistance in this band, we actually now get around 80 to 100 pounds. And this is pretty tough. That's like holding a pair of 40 or 50 pound dumbbells. Now that may not be the appropriate load for everybody, but at least it's a good starting point and it gives you an option that's much better than say a whole bunch of air squats. And if you don't have a band, but you still want to benefit from this exercise, you do have the option to do this instead. And that is simply just to slow down the body weight version of the exercise. That means to create more tension within the exercise you're performing. And this one and a half rep version of the Bulgarian split squat is definitely going to be more challenging. And it's going to be an equalizer for those that used to crank out just a whole bunch of repetitions of this unchallenged. Exercise number seven now turns it around and hits the other side of the legs, the posterior chain. And my favorite here is right here on a slick floor. We call it the slick floor bridge curl. This one is one of my favorite posterior chain exercises regardless of whether or not you're training in a gym or not. 
because what it does is it integrates those hamstrings and glutes together. And I don't care how much you RDL, this one's going to bring you to your knees, or maybe in this case to the floor. And if you can't do it, guys, all I suggest is that you simply don't let your legs go out as far. Start by letting them go out just a little bit, and then as you get stronger and stronger, you're going to be able to get them all the way out. Exercise number eight now, we're sticking with the posterior chain, and all you need to do is get one of these bad boys here. A glue ham raise, guys, and you're good to go. Okay, you know I wouldn't do that to you. See, you can actually replicate the benefits of this without actually needing this machine. And all you have to do is set yourself up like this. So you're going to set something up in front of you to actually catch your weight. And the idea is to eccentrically let yourself lower to overload those glutes and hamstrings. And then when you get down to that surface, you allow yourself to push off just to the point where you can actually then catch concentrically the exercise and pull yourself back up to the top using those glutes and hamstrings once again. Now, if you're a little bit more on the advanced side, then all I would do is try to take the box away. And then use a push-up to get yourself out of the bottom position. Either way, you're still trying to grab hold and concentrically pull yourself up. It's not the push-up driving you up, it's just the push-up driving you to the point where you can get those hamstrings and glutes working to pull you up. Moving on to exercise number nine, we got to hit those shoulders, guys, and there's no better option. I don't care where you're at than right here against the wall, and it's with the handstand push-up. This is a simulation of the overhead press. Now there is some limitation in terms of how low you can get your body when you do the exercise, but you can even fix that by placing your hands up on top of a couple books so you get a little bit more range of motion. The fact is, this is a very challenging way to work your shoulders that does its best to simulate that overhead press. But let's say you can't do it because I'm saying this is a very difficult exercise. What are you going to do? Try this. This is the dive bomber. And all we're doing is simply modifying the angle of our body so that we're not totally vertical, but more at this 45 degree angle. But the idea is still the same. You're pressing your body out of that bottom position at a little bit less of a decline here, but still overloading the shoulders primarily on every single repetition. And you didn't think that this last little finger of mine wasn't going to be reserved for a face pull, did you? See, the thing is this, you got to do it because it's always going to fit into my top 10 best if you're going to give me 10. Matter of fact, probably my five. But I don't care how you do it. You see, because when you're home, you have a lot of options. What I'd like to see you do is maybe try this one out, and this just uses a door. And I showed you a whole video about why this is a superior version of the face pull and why it helps to engage all the muscles of your upper back, including that hard-to-hit rotator cuff. But we can just take the more standard version. If you still have that band from the Bulgarian split squat, you just do the banded version of this. Or you can just do what I showed you in a previous video, and that's just to throw a plate inside of a towel and do these instead. Guys, I don't care how you do them. The fact is, just do them. They're always going to belong in the 10 best of any list of mine. And so with no fingers left here, guys, I didn't actually forget about your core. What I did do is I put together an entire video, six-pack abs in 22 days. I want you guys to check it out. It's a great ab routine. You're going to want to make sure you do it. It's perfect for the home environment. And speaking of perfect, if you're looking for a complete workout program, you can do it at home without any equipment at all. It's our Athlean Zero program. It's available at athletenext.com. In the meantime, if you found this video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know also what I'm going to cover. I'll do my best to do that for you. And also, if you haven't already done so, guys, click subscribe and turn your notifications so you never miss a new video when we put one out. All right, guys, I'll see you soon.